welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 3, Episode 7, titled Ruhaha. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one hilarious co-host. It's not Caesar Milan, definitely for sure. It's from Show Business. Please say... I am here, and I'm queer, baby! To Adam... <laughs> Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra from Show Business. Hi, Joe Batanz. It's, it's great to be here. It is As nice. Wait, I want to see what's going on. Tap, tap on your microphone. I want to be sure. With, oh, yeah, this is it. Are, do you live in a cave? What is going on? Do we need to get, like, a carpet for you or something? Or you sound so echoey. I have no carpet, but it's the oh. same no carpet I've had for the past six, Well, it always sounds echoey. Months. I know. It drives Jay crazy. Yeah. Mine? Oh, yeah. I'm always here. Jay's like, what's going on with Adam's uh, sound? <laughs> and then he goes, then I'm and, and I sound like that. So. Well, I guess what? What? Today, in fact, it could be why my dogs are barking uh, and not my proverbial feet. Yeah. Like, my dogs are literally barking because um, I don't know why, but we have... We have a rug coming today. So I'm trying to oh. start doing it in the living room next oh, week. Oh, we'll look at her getting a rug coming today. Uh, listen, I've lived here five years, and we're like, what if we start setting the place up? So, so you, here so we you go. have, like, hardwood floors or something? It's it's wacko tile. What's that? I mean, a wacko is the adjective I use. Let me just oh. show you. Oh, well, that's the dog. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at that. Oh, interesting. Okay, so now you know. And now the audience at home, please, I hope you envisioned that. Yeah. It's very it's very interesting there. Uh, this is how interesting it is. This week, the library is open and the girls read each other for filth. Chancellor wins the mini challenge and an advantage in the main challenge, which is a stand-up comedy challenge. Again, Shangela walks away with the win, while Delta Work and Manila Luzon are placed in the bottom two. After a lip-sync battle for their lives... Manila Lazan, Lazan, Manila Lazan lives to see another day Lazan, while yeah. Delta Work is asked to sashay away. Adam Salandra, the one, the only from show business, please name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Sure. Well, for starters, I tried something new this week and took notes that I'm actually able to decipher. Oh, and that's very exciting. Yeah. So I actually know what my things were. The likes were a reading challenge. A reading challenge always makes me happy. Sure. Even when it's not that good yeah. as is the case this yeah. week. Um, but I was so happy about that. And uh, because it's classic, I'm going to put in Manila's lip sync. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, when I was watching it, because I hadn't seen it in a while, and I know it's considered a, well, you know, really one of the first uh, legendary lip syncs of the series. Yeah. I was like, well, what's so great about it? But then by the end, I was like, you know, she was giving good face and, and emoting in ways that others weren't. So fine. I'm going to, I'm going to, Put it on the likes. Yeah. Um, especially when they're slim pickings these days. Yeah. For the dislikes, I felt, and this is especially after folks, uh, just to know when we're recording this, it's, it was the same week as season 13's roast challenge. It was. Um, so it was interesting. And I, and I was listening to you and Taylor dish on it today. Uh-huh. And I realized a lot's changed in 10 years, of course. Anyway, my dislikes is that the stand-up sets are too short oh, in yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. They're super quick blip clips. Now, that might have been a blessing for us in the long run because nothing is harder to get through than bad stand-up. However, it was hard. It was like they were showing one to two jokes, and it was just very hard to tell. Are, are, are people doing well or not well? Well, it was easy to tell Andre <laughs> not well. But yeah. it just felt very fast, very rushed that – you know, in this 45-minute format, I understand, but I, I would have liked to see a little more. You know, it's funny that you say that because you said a couple of things that were very interesting. But with the stand-up, oh, thank you. Uh, I noted that, like in the Untucked, they showed like exclusive clips from the stand-up, which were funnier mm-hmm. than the clips that you showed in the episode, almost Agreed. without a fault. Like you're like, oh, that bit was funnier than what like Carmen is a perfect example. The bit yep. we saw from Carmen, I thought oh, that's not that good. But then the it, later on. Uh, and we'll talk when we talk about the stand-up because what I didn't like about the one presented in the episode it was solved in the clip that they showed in uh mm-hmm. in I feel like I know what you're going to say, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I want to talk about that iconic lip-sync. So two things I liked was uh the iconic lip-sync. But you know what's so funny? I just put it in there because it's iconic to see it, blah, 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 and have the context. <laughs> but what's funny is, and I didn't even think about what you were saying, one of the things I was going to say, even though I put it as something I liked, was 
and I think it gave great context. I don't think it's that special. I know yeah. Taylor Taylor holds it up on this pedestal. And yeah. I wonder if it you're right. I think you made a good point, which this was one of the first iconic lip syncs. And I think right. since then it's just gotten lower down on the pe- on the ranks. Sure, which which is natural because for me, at the very least, give that level of emotion that she's giving. But now you've got to be like backflipping out of your pants to to make a. Well, not only moment. that, I think for a lip sync to be iconic, let's take another one that is truly still iconic is like Alyssa and Tatiana All Stars Two, mm-hmm. uh, with that Rihanna song, right? Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah. Um, is both of them? I think now you have to have both people crushing it for the most very not true. all the time, not all the time, but. Right now, to, t- to go up into that Mount Rushmore, you need have both. And this one, I don't think Delta's that great. No, but as we know, she was barely going to do it. Yeah. Uh, as we found out that. later. Yeah, we found out later she was just going to go out there and quit. You know, like, you know, RuPaul, I'm not going to kiss your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's and like, okay, well, that is your job in this moment. But. Yeah, I know. And then later on. Oh God, her whole run as the makeup and I mean sorry, the hair person for RuPaul. Um the uh number two thing that I liked was I am a sucker for weird and just weird. And there's something we you know, in the next episode we'll see this because it's iconic, but I don't know why this isn't iconic. Is Alexis Mateo's set is so bizarre. Uh-huh. Especially, you know, I had to watch this episode twice. I watched it once, just watching it as a casual viewer, and then I watched yeah. it again to write the notes and write the script and do all that, okay? And uh, in doing so, I was like, uh, wow, uh, there's something very funny I'll point out. It comes out in the script along the way, but it's just a very, very weird set, and I, I, that's, why I, that's why I pulled the clip. Here's one of the clips. It's just, I am here, and I'm queer, baby! Like what's that voice? <laughs> the voice, the is voice, and the outrageous. fake tits, and it's like it's like what is going on here? It is so weird, and you know Yara Sophia too. It's so strange and so weird that it really is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, so, you know, it makes me wonder now that you say that is what um, a drag show is like in Puerto Rico. I was just listening to, or may, actually it might have been in Discord, I was seeing people talk about upcoming Australia drag race mm-hmm. and someone from there saying, listen, I'm a little worried because our drag's different. We don't lip sync for tips, so that's not yeah. our thing. And along those lines, since to us, these two particular, in particular, uh, Puerto Rican queens are, they're coming off just outrageous, very entertaining, but like, uh, I mean, weird for lack of a better term. And I'm just wondering, is that... Are they just doing what is normal um, drag in in Puerto Rico, or is it more just like a lost? It's a, it's a, what do you call it? I don't know what you call it, so I'll move on. You know, a difference in. Yeah, let me ask you this. Um, you were talking about the Puerto Ricans. I, I, it must be a Puerto Rican thing because, as we've seen, season four, Kenya Michaels does that cracked out Beyonce in Rumor Mill. Then remember yes, Lanesha Sparks in season five does that cracked out. Um, oh my gosh, yes, so it's true. You're, these are the examples I needed to yeah, make my point. In the Untuck thing, she does that cracked out. Um, what's her name again? Uh, Tyra. Tyra, Tyra Sanchez. Sanchez impression, where she's just bobbing yep. her head. So there seems yes. to be something where you act kooky on stage, and that's sort of the thing. Uh, all right. Oh, and the thing I did not like. This Delta work and her Eeyore attitude, not a fan. Just so, like, does she ever smile or laugh? It just seemed like the whole season, even untucked, she's just angry. And I'm wondering if she, I wonder if she ever talked about it, but she just seems so angry the entire season. You know, it's it's so funny that you say that because I've had that impression of Delta, of course, but I wasn't able to really articulate, like, what was going wrong. I remember at first I was just like, she's not exuding much personality, which may be its own separate thing. Mm-hmm. But... At the end, I wrote it down. I'm not sure if I can find... Oh, Michelle said about Delta, she's got a constant sadness around her. And that... I thought that was a very weird comment, but a very... I was like, oh, that is it. It's either... Whether it's anger or sadness, she's carried that around her. Eeyore is the way to say it. And that is... But you know what it could be, too, as a fellow Mexican is... And I don't know that much about it. I have to do some research, you know, kind of more American than anything 
is uh, there is there are there's a certain subset of Mexicans who and I don't think it's I'm not doing a read here. I think it has something to do with the way their language is their their form of their dialect of the language is spoken. Uh, yeah, the regional dialect of, of Spanish is spoken, and that they're not very emotive. And you, you've actually said that before, and that's a great and fair point. But it, I, that's why it's actually I shouldn't have brought that into it because it's still different than the sadness or anger. That's yeah, sort of you're like, right. Because they can talk and they can kind of – yeah, you're right. There's, but you never see any laughter or smile. And it could be that's the way she was edited. Like I said, I, I have a mutual friend. Delta has – I don't know what we said, but Delta has blocked us. But I have <sighs> a friend who uh, is friends with her, and I will ask him. I have a bunch of things to ask him, so that will be one. Yeah, of but you know, uh, and this is a slight jump ahead, but we won't be talking about it much. When she first came out, well, I guess it wasn't a runway. There wasn't a runway, but when she came out for her stand-up set, the way her makeup was and she was and her smile, I was like, oh, my God, she's beautiful. And she's, like, radiating this light and positive energy, and it, it just became so noticeable that, oh, she hasn't been the rest of the time. Well, you know, she participated – uh, in that election event that I had, and I don't yeah. know, have, have you ever seen the picture from that? I mean, she's stunning. She looks yep. fantastic. She looks amazing. Yes, she did. She did. And so, um, yeah. I, I, so, yeah. She she knows how to to beat her face and whatnot, and it was fantastic. All right, let's move on. After Stacy's elimination, Delta vows to Sally forth as the long as the lone big girl in the competition. Manila walks back on her main stage comments about Shangela. Manila doubles down on her main stage comments about Shangela, and Shangela confesses that she's very suspicious of Manila. Next, RuPaul walked into the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. The library is open for an old-fashioned reading challenge. Yara confuses, Manila loses, Raja performs well, but it's Shangela who walks away with the win and an important advantage in the week's main challenge. For this week's main challenge, the girls have to create a humorous outfit. Did you catch that part? It was weird. And put on a stand-up comedy show with the original with original material. As the winner of the mini challenge, Shangela got an extra ten minutes with comedy coach Rita Rudner, and she will set the order of the lineup for the show. Lots to discuss, Adam Salandra. What were your thoughts? Let's talk, let's let's take that uh, cold not, not cold open on this show. Let's take that first act after Stacey's elimination. Uh, what were your thoughts uh, on anything there that happened? Well, one thing that I just a question that I realized is, do you know when they started switching it from these days, they wipe down the mirror message, right? Same day after the runway, after the queen leaves. And and now in these earlier seasons or in these earlier seasons, it's the next day. And I wonder when that switched and why. Yes, this is a guess. Okay. Yeah. My guess is it switches in season seven when they do the new untucked. But that's a guess. That seems fair. Yeah. I could oh, because then they're back there anyway. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds right. I could be wrong, though. And I'm sure one of uh, the many drag race – Nami's Dominions. Correction Corner will pop yeah. in when, when this episode airs, and he will correct it. You know? Good. But uh, um, yeah. but other than that, no, nothing I should say. I mean, the whole Shangela Manila thing was – interesting and, and manila sort of made a point at the end she was like well i am trying to win mm-hmm. and it's like yeah there's a lot of like well, why did you do this or that from shangela which i could do without um one of the things i noticed it was super bizarre because generally especially now when it's so on point i don't know if that's the right phrase i'm using here but so it's so it's like a well-oiled machine so to speak Raja does a weird breaking the fourth wall photo bomb. Did you notice this? When uh, right at the beginning, uh, they're focusing on Carmen. Carmen's like uh, getting out of drag. I don't know what she's doing. And Raja just jumps in front of the camera and does like a weird childlike photo bomb and dances. And oh my gosh, just, I didn't notice. Yeah, it's so weird because you don't really see them break the fourth wall like that. And for them to put it in the episode, yeah, that was a little uh, refreshing. The Different Manila, times. The Manila conversation with Shangela. I just like that in the same conversation, she lies and then doubles down. Yeah. It's like, no, what are you talking about? Oh, no, 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 no. We, I love you. What do you mean? I don't know. Right? And then it's like, but I'm trying to beat you and I want you out of this competition. I, that, yeah, exactly. I decided to just take it as a, you know, at least she circles around to bring up the point that it's like, we are competitors. Yeah. And so I don't owe you anything. But she actually, in the same combo, plays both sides, which yeah. is hard to do. So good for yeah, her. good for her. 
Good, good, good. Manila's done. Now, this mini challenge, the reading challenge, uh, did you have any standouts, anything you remembered, anything you liked? There weren't very many standouts, and for for a season that's so vicious to each other yeah. backstage, it's like you couldn't turn some of those into jokes, mm-hmm. is how I felt. Um, one thing that was really making me nervous was the number of Raja being a grandma jokes, as she's, yeah. I believe, younger here than I am now. Yeah. Um, so that was something. And, you know, for Yara, I just put, huh, next to it because I couldn't understand her. But then for Manila, right after, I put, what? Because none of her jokes were making sense to me. It made no me. sense, yeah. So those are really my um, – I wasn't surprised that, that Delta was good. Um, again, I didn't think she was great, but I did think she would be good, and she was. Um, Raja was at least – it, it was a funny mix of, like, being – creative to just say one word and yet yeah. also you don't have to do much when you're just going around saying one word yeah and then shangela's the winner i was like okay i mean great i'm sure she was good at delivering it but i couldn't say a single yeah. thing she said see i thought raja won i thought hers was clever and funny i did too i was actually surprised at how well carmen did i was expecting carmen because typically these kind of things she's kind of shitty and actually carmen i thought she was the funniest was better than I thought she would be. Yes, in uh, both, both. Yeah, everything else I agree with you. I thought Shanta was fine. It was forgettable. Yeah, uh, but I did forget, and I literally watched again, it last night. I th- yeah, I think I watched it this morning uh, and <laughs> last night. But for in terms of story, like I think it was just better for the producers to give it to Shanta, and it's not it's not Candy Muse winning the roast, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She well, wants, <laughs> she wants to talk about season thirteen, the roast. Did you think Candy Muse won that roast? Um. Oh, see, this is interesting because I didn't get I, as far as I am with you and Taylor is only the mini so far. Oh. Um. So I didn't hear that you didn't think she uh, deserves to win. What but, was the last episode you listened to in full? Um. It was early on in the seasons, and <laughs> in, in season thirteen, I mean. But this one I'm going to, I just haven't gotten there yet. I mean, it came out this morning. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's and, right. You're on the free feed. Okay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget that. I, I'll finish it by the end of the day. So I'm still yeah. technically finishing in uh-huh. one day. Okay. Uh, but you just said you, you don't finish the other ones. I haven't because I've just been not doing podcasts. But I yeah. actually specifically wanted to hear what you and Taylor had to say about these uh, roast acts. Um, and that's why I'm going. I might have to send you because you know. Because also, yeah, we talk about it a little bit. If you really want to go in depth, Lori and Lori analyzed each act uh, on the rumor mill. Oh, great! And you know oh, she's an icon. How? Huh? Isn't the rumor mill about like upcoming rumors? That's at the end. That's at the end. The rumor, oh. yeah, yeah. But usually, what it is is it's news and gossip about Drag Race. You know, oh, all the, oh, so I could watch without being spoiled. Yeah, 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 up yeah, until yeah. The end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. In fact, there's a whole okay, like, uh, there's a whole. Let me see if I can pull it up. So when we're talking, when we're about to, it, it's a, it's the same bit every single time. So what yeah. happens is I'll be like, oh, I'll do this for you. Like, oh, so cilantro, what did you have for lunch today? This is what I do to Lori. She falls for it every single time. But what did you have for lunch today? Well, I had a delicious salad with chicken. Oh, are you a salad person, really? Uh, yeah, I try to be. Where'd you get the salad? Did you make the salad? I literally threw spinach in a bowl and then microwaved a chicken uh, sausage. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's time for the spoilers. <laughs> if you don't want to hear spoilers, you better get the fuck out. <laughs> and then there's this Wait, right you here. mean you didn't care about what I had for lunch today or what Lori has for lunch? Well, no, Damn. I see what Lori has for lunch. What she does. She fucking wolfs. <laughs> That's during the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, let me tell you. Let me tell you. This is this latest episode is a perfect example of what happened. Yeah. Okay, great. I, she, I, I checked in with her the night before. I said, noon on Sunday? <laughs> By the way, this music is what plays behind as we do spoilers. And actually, we're kind of doing it because then we give everybody like a minute to get out. You know? That's great. Anyway. So I go, I go noon on Sunday. And she goes, yeah. And I in the morning, noon on Sunday, she goes, we'll see you there. Right? Noon on Sunday, I sign in. She signs in. Oh. She signs in. I didn't see that. Coming. And then she goes, Can you give me a couple minutes? I need to call my dad. I'm like, sure. <laughs> from from camera still on. Yeah. Fifteen minutes later. Fifteen. 
Because it's just a chair and a desk is all I'm seeing, right? Puts it on mute. Fifteen minutes later, she walks in with a box of food. A box! And she's like, well, talking to my dad, and I figured I might as well wait for the delivery person to bring the food. And it's like, Which literally... Is, otherwise, she would have been stopped again, or what? Yeah. So, meanwhile, <laughs> remember Breakfast Club when Emilio Estevez takes out, like, a million things of food? Yeah. yeah Lord, she had, like, a cup of coffee, an orange juice, a smoothie, French toast. It was like... My blood wow. sugar went up just watching her take the stuff out of the <laughs> of the box. I like Della. Yeah. Anyway. Well, hey, I've learned a lot here today. Yeah, you learned how the rumor mill. I'll send you the rumor mill. Anyway, yeah. uh, okay, so let's move on. In the workroom, Raja worries about bombing. The Heathers worry about Shangela and how well she'll do. Shangela teaches the other boogers about comedy. Delta notes the silence in the workroom as the other girls work on their sets. Yara confides in Shangela that she's afraid she'll suck. And later, Yara and Alexis give Shangela some lessons in basic makeup application. Next, RuPaul enters the workroom to check in on the girl's progress. Carmen doesn't realize she's from New Jersey. Manila has an original idea. Sesame Street is super gay. Alexis plans to use her life story as comedy fodder. Meanwhile, Delta wants to focus on her jokes. Again, a lot going on. Adam Salandra, not really, but a lot. I read a lot. I you did, read a lot. I did and read you, a lot. You know what? I seem to have a, quite a few notes here. Oh, so yeah. So go ahead. Go. Yeah. First off, this might have been the last segment, but um, I I heard Shangela reference the two groups, not as Heathers and Boogers, but as team talent versus team look, yeah. which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I'd rather talent, obviously, you know how you feel about looks, but the, I mean, these days it's like, okay, if you want to win, I'd maybe have both. Like, the best queens are the ones that can do. We have so many... Um, we have so many queens now that are are sort of come on as look queens and then they surprise. For example, Aquaria winning Snatch Game, showing she could do comedy. I mean, it was a god-awful Snatch Game, so that helped her win. But, like, um, you know, that's one thing. Even Simone and Gottmik on this current season consider themselves not comedy queens and they're being funny. So that's what elevates it to me. Yeah. Separating the team group by talent versus looks is like, well, this must have been an early season because someone yeah. needs to have both. Which do if it's on Raja. Well, I think you could talent. agree that Raja has talent. So it's kind of a misnomer. And also what well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. She's what? the one that crosses over. Yeah, but also Shangela's being a little dumb here. Here's why. Five episodes ago, she read mm-hmm. Mimi for not being a look queen and that her look wasn't so polished. True. Meanwhile, A, what we just learned, team talent, team look, but also this bitch, as we learn, can't do her own fucking makeup. Literally. And she's reading Mimi. I have to, I was... Which, by the way, go ahead. I was just going to say, your boyfriend, I don't know if you watched this season live on account of he was probably doing his fifth grade homework. He was 10. Uh, Amazing. But the reason I bring that up is because I do know that he's a Shangela fan now, which is fine. Tons of people are. But I really want to know if people live were Shangela fans, because I feel like she's making it hard. She turns out some good performances, but... I'm not really loving anything she has to say ever. But once again, I'm going to go back. And now I don't remember how Logo was doing it, but I didn't watch Untucked. Yeah. And so I think if you only watch the show, you, That's a good point. That's you a good have point. one take on Shangela. But if you watch the whole thing, now I, I have talked to Aiden about this, and Aiden's whole position is that Shangela evolved and is a different person by All Stars 3. I don't know if I agree. Well, that, I mean, and it's definitely two different um, edits at the very least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know how she became iconic in that time. That's the part I don't get. Well, see, I, I don't know that she did. I remember telling people, well, I told you my whole story of her coming from the airport. And yeah. that was before All Stars 3 that I was like, you know what? I think we should keep an eye out for her because she works hard. I thought that already. Then I had proof. But I don't know that she was 
I think she was iconic, but sort of as a joke. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, she comes out of a box. She says hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a joke joke, but like, you know, most people were not excited to see her that I talked to for All Stars 3. And then that all changed because yeah. she, she did well. Right. But, um, yeah, as is now, it's like, it's a lot. But as we said, all of them are not afraid to be unlikable. No, to the least. no, no. They have no problems being that way. Uh, I want to <laughs> say one of my favorite moments, this might be, cause we know this is a thing on the show that they tell the girls, look, this is who this person is. Pretend to be excited. Okay. Yeah. This Yara Sophia losing her mind <laughs> over 80s comic Rita Rudner. <laughs> Where Yaroslav is like, oh my god, I love Rita Rudner! And I'm all like, oh really? Name one Rita Rudner joke. Literally. The only even time even that, just say her name again, if yeah. you can. I doubt it. The only time I ever saw Rita Rudner was when I used to watch Comic Relief in the 80s. Are you too young for Comic Relief? Uh, I guess so. Comic Relief, and this is right when I was coming to the age of like a, being, you know, every kid, especially a boy, goes in through their, their love of stand-up. And Comic Relief was this thing they did in the 80s, like late 80s. It was hosted by Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg, and uh, Robin Williams. I knew I heard of it, and yeah, that's and they, why. Though, and they right, would benefit homelessness, right? And oh, it would great. be like a marathon, like a Jerry Lewis telethon, but only stand-up comedy, like for like six hours. Yeah. Stand-up comic, stand-up comic, stand-up comic, stand-up comic. And she was always on that. But uh, I've actually never – I should revisit it because now I'm an adult. But as a kid, I was like, I don't know what the fuck this shit is. You know? <laughs> Rita, you mean? Rita Rudner, I remember not thinking she was funny at all. You know what? I'm actually going to go on YouTube. I'm going to look up a Rita Rudner set. But I didn't even think about that. I really, because I remember as a kid going, this is not funny. You know? This is that not, okay. is interesting because I think this is true, unless there's a comic I'm confusing her for. Uh-huh. Um, I did a, you know, the Moth storytelling show. Yeah. Oh, I've done it too. Yeah. Uh huh. I did one and, um, Sean saw it and it was like, I've never done stand up. So he saw me do it and it, like, it was definitely a funny story. Mm-hmm. And he was like, your delivery is sort of like Rita Rudner. And I didn't know what to say about that because I don't, I'm not familiar with her, but no, I'm saying that was an insult. <laughs> it <was a> read. <laughs> well, no, people really like Rudner. her. People really, really yeah. like her. I, she just wasn't for me. So he may have been complimenting you. Here we go. I mean, this is from 1990, this is from 1987. Rita mm-hmm. Rudner. We're only going to do like a, a minute or so. Here we go. It's Rita Rudner from the Women of the Night special is the name of the, um, and now all of a sudden, for some reason, now YouTube's not working. What's going on here? Let's try this one. Here we go. All right. Hey. It's a great pleasure. So I'm not changing it, though. It's 1991. 1991. Okay. Uh, to have a lady back on the show. We've had her on before, and she's had us on. Yeah. And I refer to the one and only, one of the loveliest people in the world, Rita Rudner. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Rita Rudner. Comedy coach, Rita Rudner. My God, lengthy applause for Rita Rudner. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. My time is up. No, not it really. It's been such a great time. I've been having a great time here in Melbourne. I've been here for about a week, and it's just as beautiful as I remembered. But there's all this talk about the economy and the recession, and it's the same in America. I mean, I've been trying so hard to save money, but it's so easy to spend, isn't it? How's that funny? No wonder she liked. No no matter. No wonder she liked these jokes. I mean, my last credit card bill was so big before I opened it, I actually heard a drum roll. I mean, look. Oh, boy. Look, I'm going to give her this. It's 1991. And this is like... 30 years. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> and you know one thing I can never do? I can never ask for money back after I've loaned it to a friend and they forget to return it. Isn't that tricky? <laughs> The most I can do is when I'm over their homes, break something of that approximate value. Oh, God. Anyway. Well, that's why Yara was so excited for yeah. me to run. Yara must have loved her. Um, okay. Um, RuPaul mentions yeah. very, she's kind of off the cuff. She goes, oh, you need to put together a funny outfit that, you know, shows off your funny persona. And I was like, what the fuck? 
I didn't realize that till you just read it, and I was like, oh, well, that explains some of the outfits, at least. Yeah. Um, but, oh, go ahead. Did you... Okay, well, I have a few things. First of yeah. all, Carmen not thinking she was very Jersey was a, a wild, wild that? thing to me. That like, was, there's got to be a level of self-awareness that just... And, she, and she's like, legitimately like... What are you talking about? Would you, I'm from New Jersey. I can't do. I find New Jersey. It sounds. It sounds awful. That's my. Opinion, is, but it, but the point was made. I mean, that is the equivalent. And it was. But hold like, on. Wait, You're from what? Pennsylvania. Couldn't yeah. you do a decent Jersey? No. First of all, they're different. Pittsburgh has its own horrific accent. But I actually can't even do that. I. Is I that the one that's it. like boat? Uh huh. Like we're going to downtown for downtown. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't like. I cannot stand it's, that. It's actually hideous to the ears. I mean, it just is. It is. It, well, look, everyone talked about this, The Wire, as a great show. and It is a great show, right? It was so hard to watch because sometimes people would have that accent on there because it takes place in yeah. in Philly, though, I think, isn't it? Or it takes place in Pittsburgh. I, I think it might be Baltimore. Oh, okay. But oh, it's the same accent, though. They're very related. But it is. I never knew that until Kathy Bates did something for American Horror Story. That was Baltimore. And I was like, is she supposed to be from Pittsburgh? But apparently they're similar and similarly yeah. awful. Yeah, similarly awful. Okay, sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, that that was it. I was shocked that um that Carmen was shocked to hear that she might be very New Jersey. I just cannot get past it. So let's talk about Manila's set where she's she keeps talking about how she's gonna do this set about Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers and how it's so gay. Uh, I want to hear your because t- along the way RuPaul's like I think I've heard this before and Rita Rudner kind of mentions it and it comes up a lot. What is your hot take on? Yeah, what is your hot take of what's going on here? I was actually wondering what. Here's for me. It's like yes, we've all heard Bert and Ernie are gay. Mm-hmm. I mean that is just a thing you surely have heard. You don't even yeah. need to be gay to have heard such a thing, but. For me, that's all I've really known. So I didn't notice it being too heavy on the Burton Ernie, mm-hmm. but maybe it was because you're right. Rue says it, Rita says it, Michelle says it at one point, and that becomes the entire the through line for that for her storyline this episode. But it's mm-hmm. like, I, and even she apologizes for it in Untucked, saying if I stole anyone's jokes. But it's like, I mean, if she stole them, maybe they would have been better. That would have been one <laughs> thing. True, a good point. Um, I, I, you know, Yara says something later that we'll make fun of, but, um, uh, <laughs> but I, I, they knew they were doing a stand up comedy routine. So, because mm-hmm. Yara says something later on the main stage. And then, uh, Manila, I think, knew too. And I think it, it had that sense of, I'm, it, it, when you see new comics and they're trying to be funny, they're trying to write that great American observational comedy. Bit. Yeah. And yep. it feels like that. So I actually don't even know if she stole it. I think she's just trying. Maybe she heard it somewhere. But it just, it just seems like trying too hard. It seems like something you see like a, at, a, like a, at a new comedian showcase or whatnot. Um, RuPaul. I like how she Ru, – RuPaul for, with Delta Work shows up to her table. What were you going to say? I, Go ahead. I, was, I think probably the same thing. That she says – I, I have a feel. RuPaul says to Delta, "Delta's just sitting feeling. there minding her own business, yeah. just standing <laughs> together." <table. laughs> it's so ridiculous. I have a feeling where maybe some people have said many nasty things to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what she's saying is, I'm assuming people yeah. make fun of you because you're so fat. Yeah. Like, am I am I right about that? Yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. She Delta's just sitting there. And she's like, hi, Delta. She's like, hi, and she goes. You're going to talk about how what a fucking fat pig you are, aren't you? And how fucking disgusting and terrible and no one wants to sleep with you. That's what you're going to talk about, right? That's obviously. And I mean, my that's... senses are you've been made fun of so much for it that yeah. you're probably insecure, but you're going to. And even <laughs> Delta like, kind of being yeah. like, well, I kind of wanted to be like, <laughs> pour me another one, not pour me, you know? And I'm all yeah, like, oh, yeah. poor Delta. Rue's like. Damn, know. that was wild. Yeah. And then uh, I also love back to going back to the the Rita Rudner thing is RuPaul Dan goes oh and one more thing we'll be joined by extra special guest judge Arden Marine and the girls like ah I had to legit Google then IMDb Arden Marine. What I love is I know the name oh you do I know the face and I still don't know who she is <laughs> yeah and I watched the episode yeah I was like who is this person. I didn't know who it was. And you um, know what? I used to, they said she was on Chelsea lately, and yeah. I used to watch that, so it makes sense. 
But, I mean, they even had a rotating – I mean, even Ross Matthews was on a lot that show, and uh-huh. he was, like, more memorable. But, you know, give everybody so a chance. So many people, though. Like, there was Ross Matthews, and it was on – what's her name? When I was dating the comedian, uh-huh. I became friendly with her because she was always around. Um, Heather McDonald was no. one. And there was one with blonde hair who I won't no, remember No, no, the name. one who she looked like that rich, annoying bitch routine. I love her. I'm obsessed with her. every time I pee my pants every time I see her do stand up. Where her kind of her whole thing is that she's like a fucking like really pompous bitch. I can't think. And she was on an episode of RuPaul's horrible show, AJ and the Queen. Oh no, that I did watch too. It's the one where he has to do the play. Oh, I don't even remember that. I, I guess I blocked out. Oh, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up and I'll come back to you guys on this. If you know what, Nami will correct me. Yeah, but for right now, why don't we take a break and we'll be back right after this. All right, uh, back in the workroom, Delta worries about the energy from the audience. Shangela announces the lineup, and later the Heathers complain about Shangela's lineup. Uh, next, on the main stage, veteran comedian Rita Rudner meets individually with the girls to go over their sets. Manila focuses on gay Sesame Street. Alexis wants to talk about her personal life. Raja focuses on the film Carrie. Delta talks about her weight. Shangela performs in character for the first time. Carmen marbles at the sound of her own voice. And finally, Yara walks out on her knees for her performance as a little person. Adam's already can't even here. can't even hold keep a straight face just hearing it all over again. Uh, all right, the workroom, the comedy coaching. Give us your thoughts here, Adam Salandra. Um, well, first, if I can just back up even before that, the yeah. whole Shannon Shangela order lineup. I yeah. mean, this is a storyline as old as time. Yeah. Obviously, this uh, season, it's, it's, season you know, it was a big drama in this Drag Race UK from season two. This season, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. It literally, in my opinion, ruined Lawrence Cheney's reputation. Yeah. Uh, because he flipped out over it, and I don't get it. I think it's so weird. I think that, of course, being first, being last is significant, and if you're going right behind someone who killed, that's hard. But at the end of the day, can't you just think, okay, why don't I just actually be good, and then I can go anywhere in the set? Now, listening to your podcast this morning, what you said about roast makes total sense where that's a different beast because you don't want your jokes taken. But in this stand up sense where everyone has their own thing, I, I just think to be so upset about where you were placed is silly. I feel it's, I'll be honest with you, you're right. And you're right. It is a different beast and going early on this one, especially there was a live audience. It is a yeah. rough, it is a rough spot, you know, kind of like, um, drag you but um that's a weird obscure reference you know what that reference is i mean i know of drag real but no if it's something within drag you no. season seven they have to do some sort of like sinking challenge or something, but and then uh it's ginger and is it ginger is it or is it, is it drag you or is it all stars too i don't remember because they yeah, you know, it's season seven. It's Kennedy and Ginger on the same team. And they sing some song where they say, drag you. Now, that was a rough spot. And then uh, Michelle yeah. and ruined up. And then Michelle's like, what'd you fucking say about drag you? She gets all fucking Jersey speaking of Jersey. I'm like, well, it was, it was a horrible show. And Lou was like, well, that was one of the things I'm proudest of ever doing. And it's yeah. like, right. well, that's fine. But bring it the back. joke still stands. If yeah. you're so proud, bring it back. <laughs> bring back my show. Yeah, bring back my show. Bring it back, Ruth. You're so proud of it. Put it on... <laughs> Put it on Wild Presents Plus. You're so That's proud right. of it. You're so proud of it. Put it on Wild Presents Plus. Hey, put it on Logo. They could yeah. do something. Yeah, their Logo would love to have it. Uh, okay. Uh, so going back to the order, but here's the deal. Look, it is important. But these people aren't following Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I get that's the other thing in life. Yes, it actually is important. Yeah, but that's right. That's the yeah. other thing is like, what? What's? What are you so scared of? <laughs> yeah, like for instance, a thing that can te- totally happen at the improv, the Hollywood improv, is that you're just doing a normal fucking set, just with like the random, just working comics, and then all of a sudden they're like, uh, Jerry Seinfeld wants to drop in and do some yeah. time. And first of all, Jerry Seinfeld will show up and he will do as much fucking time as he wants. Right? You're not giving some, Jerry Seinfeld the light. You know? Right, right. And he will do as much time as he wants, and he will fucking crush it. 
And then he right. leaves the stage, and then Laurie Roggenkamp has to go up and follow Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, wait, didn't this actually happen with Robin Williams or something with Laurie? No, no, no. What happened was Laurie was doing uh, an improv show. Improv, yeah. At, the, at UCB. Well, this is my favorite part of the story. And she was doing, and they were one of those like things where like it's improv, improv team after improv team after improv team. So Laurie's team's about to go up. Yeah. And Robin Williams comes backstage and he's like, Hey, like really like, you know, like really humble. And it's like, I don't, I, I, I was hoping I could maybe join you guys. I don't know if you guys would mind. Like who's saying no, no, Robin Williams. We're going to say imagine. That. Yeah. No, well, Robin Williams. So then Robin Williams joined them on stage and did their whole improv set with him, which of course I'm sure he just chewed up the entire scenery. Sure, and that, which I'd say, please do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, Robin Williams has never not chewed up anything he's ever, for better or worse. He was he was given that energy. Yeah. 110. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're not following those people, but her lineup is ultimately smart. Here's the other thing too. What I think is so funny is the Heather's are just so pissed. Like, how could this fucking bitch do this to us? And I was yes. the entire time. If Raja would have won this challenge, she would have done the exact same thing. Carmen did it when yes. she won. Remember, she's like, oh, yes. I'm going to give them the shitty cakes, and I'm going to give yes. them... Yes! But now they're like... And also, why would... You've been nothing but mean to her, no matter what yes. she's been like, because they're, they're all awful. So, like, what? what is this... Like, <laughs> Why are you surprised? They're like, oh, what a fucking bitch. The way she did the lineup, she's being shady. I'm like, have you watched this show? Have you, I think you've been on this show. And the horrible, yeah. horrible things you've done to them. I have called her a bitch for the past five episodes. And now, once again, she's yeah. being a bitch. Wow. Wow, yeah, wow. By putting me first. <laughs> uh, okay, the comedy. How about Yara? Wow. Yeah. I was like, wait, why, babe? That's a, that's a... And then she ended up being good. I mean, I guess yeah. she... No, but uh, that she was did. wild. Going to the comedy coaches, uh, comedy coaching with Rita Rudner on the main stage. Any big thoughts there? Uh, something that stood out to me was that in the reading challenge, Delta made the very fair point that it's like, okay, oh, they're just going to make fat jokes, like c- come up with something original. Fine. But then it turns out her set is just fat jokes. And I was like, wait. That's true. But all, <laughs> all Alexa said was grow a neck. She didn't, <laughs> oh, that's also true. She didn't like I say worse things to Lori every day. <laughs> I say worse things to Lori. Okay. Well, so, and she says no horrible things queen, to me too. Right. Yeah, she, she says horrible things to me, and uh, and, and so like she had grown next. She's like, oh, another fat joke. I'm like, what do you, what do you want her to say? You don't give him anything. Else. It's not like she misses personality. You know, well, that's like, right, which I you guess know. you could say that. I know, but, I, I mean, either way, of course, it's her stand-up, so why wouldn't you do that? It it just f- was funny seeing it in the line after, like, you could be more creative than fat jokes, but yeah. I cannot. But it is her experience. Yeah. Of course, it didn't work out in the end. But um, And the other really thing that stood out was, <coughs> excuse me, Yara, the little person poop. It, when, when Rita said that is the most unusual act I've ever seen. Yeah. It was such a polite way to say, I mean, it was beyond. I I was actually nervous. The fact that it turned out as it did, which of course was still outrageous, but it was something. The the rehearsal was spooky. (laughs) The rehearsal with uh, with Yara? The whole thing with Yara is is insane. Um, Yes. Well, first again, at the top of the set of of the segment, Manila going, oh, I'm a big Rita Rudner fan. Now that makes more sense, but it's still bizarre. Because... Still, um, still is like, who is a big Rita Rudner fan? Um, by the way, we never see Rita's critique of Manila. She just says, what do you got? And she says the Sesame Street stuff, and, and that's it. Um, yeah. Um, also, I love how Rita was like, well, one of the things you could say is anyone else still on their period? And Roger goes, good idea. How about that? Okay. Hey, everyone. Anyone on their period? No, 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 no. Anyone else still on that period? And he goes, oh, okay, anyone else? No, don't move. Just stand perfectly still the way I would and do it exactly the way I would. And also, why do I strangely do a halfway decent read of Rudner? Um, that's really weird. I, I'm all like, how did I just slip yeah. into a halfway decent You know, Rudner? new talents pop up all the yeah. time. Well, I'm going to do my, my Snatch game is going to be Rita Rudner. Oh, good. That'll, that'll be a hit. Yeah, it'll be a big hit. Um, do that 91 set. Yeah. Rue, uh, Sally's... 
Silly Sally is so silly that she sticks a fucking put cock in her pussy and just rides it till she dies. <laughs> anyway, um, I, can't see, I would laugh at that. Yeah, it would be so easy to make me give a rue laugh. Oh, <laughs> um, by the what does it say? Oh, 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 I know what that was for the clip there. Um, I, I, I make notes of where I wanted to be that clip zero, and one of the ones in contention was. Rita saying to Shangela, give us more of that. Yo, bitch, what are you doing? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> and I was like, that might be kind of funny, right? But I didn't. I definitely clocked yeah. that moment and thought, oh, boy. And yeah. also poor Rita trying to work with Carmen. Carmen's like, she's like, okay, Carmen, what is this my voice? Is this? A, oh, my God. It's so weird to hear my voice on here. Oh, my God. That was weird and annoying um, to be like, like it it read to me as Carmen was just super nervous. I mean, I I've been in those situations uh, where you don't feel confidence. Like what I, I just, am going to feel judged. So I just don't want to say the joke. And so she literally said zero jokes. She said zero jokes. Like I got nothing. Now you could be ashamed as you want, but that's your actual chance to get help. So that was a bold move or she had nothing, which is another possibility. And then, all came up with it but either way i feel the producers must have stepped in because where did she get a fucking fat suit from and then all of a sudden had like five minutes of fat jokes true if that was last okay that is a good point because i could see last minute thinking of things but not when you have the fat suit and you're not even going to tell Rita you have the fat suit and she has a whole set but also why would producers care if she did well or not I can't imagine them being like we got to hold out because carmen's going to give us something well i imagine a pa is like walking to Delta with her jokes for her and Delta's like, oh, I, I, I hope they don't bring me fat jokes. And the PA just turning around. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what are we going to do with all these fat jokes? <laughs> Wait. You mean you think they gave them jokes? Well, okay, I don't know about season three, but we do know from an interview Peppermint gave that yeah. the, a lot of times these stands, they have writers come in and, and, and help them. You know? Uh, and they're still this bad? Well, well, my theory. When you hear the episode, oh boy, will your will your uh, world be rocked? I think the producers use those coaches to varying degrees to control. Oh, well, I mean that makes the sense. Outcome. So uh, some people get more help. Like for instance, the same year that Peppermint did her set and was pretty good, Farrah did her iconic. Let's get this roaster cooking. Yeah. Now, see, I'm okay with. I think producer manipulation is a part of the gig. It's part of the show. It's their job. I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. I'm mad when they don't get what they want, but they edit it that way anyway because yeah. they don't do a good enough job. And then it's like, well, now we see. Like, yeah. if you want to trick me, actually trick me, and I'm fine with that. I'm watching a, a make-believe thing. Mm-hmm. But once we see it, mm-hmm. let's just keep things as they are. Well, one of the things Jay and I always talk about, and I still laugh, I almost want to do a YouTube series about this, are the complete... <laughs> lies that the outro the teasers are going to the commercial and then you come back and nothing like that happens i mean they're literally just lies they're like we're gonna lie to you it i don't even want to see like i don't need to watch some of this stuff twice let me just see it i don't i'm no one's turning the tv off this isn't the 90s where we're flipping channels it's recorded anyway just let's go yeah it'll be like like a clip of Michelle going, you want a piece of me? I will fucking take you outside and beat you up. And then it'll show like Tina Burner like cowering. And then the right. real clip is like, you should have gone out there and said this. And, right. and, and then all the queens are laughing. And then she was handed to Simone. You know, and you're like, oh, yep. this, this, nothing like this happened. This is a completely... Misdirects. Well, one of my favorites is in season six. They show a whole teaser and everything. Like they had to get on the runway, and a door ripped her dress or something. She's not. She's not going to be ready for that. They're saying, you know, get the door, get in where the runway's happening. She's like, ah, and then they go to commercial, and they come back and they never reference it again. She walks out <laughs> completely fine on the runway. Oh, it just didn't. It just didn't appear. No, no, nothing happened. There's no problem. Her 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 look is fine. Doesn't come up on the main stage and later. Like it's just. It's the weirdest thing. Stunt shows and shenanigans. Stunt baby. shows and shenanigans. Uh, okay, we're gonna do. We're gonna do something weird because there's not much to talk about this with elimination day, but there was nowhere else to put this. So it's elimination day, and the girls get ready for the runway. Delta breaks down in tears from distress. Meanwhile, Carmen puts on a fat suit and feels her fat fantasy while lying on her fur coat. Any really anything to say about this elimination day? Uh, well, the only thing that you didn't mention, there was no need to mention it, but that I noticed are that they did one of those um, that they do in the early seasons 
shots inside their hotel rooms oh, waking yeah. up. Mm-hmm. It's so wild and random. I mean, I guess because I'm so used to it not being a thing, but it's like, wow, like going in their hotel rooms feels like a, a breaking of the fourth wall, even though yeah. it's actually not. It's just weird. And I'd be interested to see more of that, but for it to just be a quick clip snippet is feels weird. I don't listen to this race chaser, right? Just because, mm-hmm. because like you, since the pandemic, I just don't really listen to podcasts. Yeah, I was going to say I did. Yeah. And um, I don't know if they talked about this, but I imagine if you're just locked up in a hotel room, most of the time when you're not on set, that you're just feverishly masturbating the entire time. Have they talked about this? I haven't heard it. I haven't heard them talk about it per se, but there's always been talk of girls who say they brought porn or whatever. And also, what else are you going to do? Well, Pearl was fucking that producer. Um, she was? Oh, my God. It, it, he still works on the show. So he worked then. He fucked Willem. He worked fuck Pearl. I feel like he I was going to say, no, I know Willem. Yeah. yeah the same, oh, it's, it's the, the same, same producer? Pro- it's the same producer. Mm-hmm. Is he cute? Eh, fine. The pictures that I've seen. Huh. You know, yeah, he's not bad because looking. I think Pearl is very attractive. Um, which is why I'm asking because I think some of the queens are like, sure, you could fuck a producer and it wouldn't be that. Yeah, no, no, shocking, no. obviously but. the producers like, oh, holy shit! I can't remember. I I think there might be a third one. I can't remember who it is. If there, it might be just Pearl That's and Willem wild. because I know after Pearl they changed uh, rules. So, like, I think only, like, female or straight PAs can be with them. That's when they started putting the tape on the doors. They started doing all kinds yeah. of crazy shit. So, um... Well, that was from Willem. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Willem yeah, yeah. and, Willem and yeah, Pearl, yeah. They, they caused changes. But I think now the producers are very much, like, controlled. All right, let's talk about this stand-up comedy show, uh, Adam. Notes, thoughts on uh, The Queen's. Before we talk about the queens, I have some notes and thoughts on oh. RuPaul. Oh. That look was shockingly horrible. And again, <laughs> uh-huh. we're coming from a world of me not noticing the looks. Not the look. I don't yeah. remember what she was wearing. Yeah. It was her hair and makeup was off. Because mm-hmm. I think Ru always looks amazing. Mm-hmm. No matter, you know, she's gone through some transitions with different yeah. people. But in this one, it was Really, for real. Like, if I just saw a drag queen out, I wouldn't think twice. But RuPaul on TV, I was surprised. The hair, hairline, and makeup was not a match for me. Yeah. Uh, I remember thinking something along those lines. I didn't notice all those details. I remember thinking, like, she doesn't look that good. Yeah, which is, for us, that's the same. Yeah. I, I just somehow really shocked me. Um, okay, sorry. Now, I'll ask for the actual gals. <sighs> what is there to say? Well, for starters... I think it was Carmen's, Carmen's, it's just, you know, I've been very tainted by, again, we just had the season 13 roast Mm -hmm. and there's just much ado about the fat jokes of it all and making it funny versus not. But it's interesting that Carmen's whole thing is I want to be a fat girl because I don't particularly assume that to be true. No. So it does stand out as pretty offensive. Well, the end of her bit is like, Something along the lines of, like, I just I can't do it because of this crazy ball. Like, she still had – she even she couldn't even be fat for the set. Like, she had – Oh, like, no, no, wait. No, she, she pulled off the fat suit at the end. Yes. But I think what you're saying is once they're on the runway getting judged, she's like, oh, I took the fat suit off. And now you just – I still need my body to show in this episode. Yes, there's that. Well, because in Untucked, there's a weird moment, too, where Raj is talking oh, and you just no, see that, no, Carmen that, just – Talk about a photobomb. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah, tucking in the background. So weird. No, 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 no. Even in the set – now, this might have been in, in, in an Untucked exclusive. Uh-huh. She talked about the fat tooth and said something along the lines of, like, uh, I have to pull up the set, but, like, oh, you think I could pull this off? Or I don't think so. There's too much. I don't know. It's some weird, like, she's trying to say, I'm not really fat. I still have an amazing body and I'm beautiful. But I was like, all right. That's wild because it's like, oh, you're not really fat, really? That that giant fake-looking fat suit, you were worried someone might think it's real. Um, One thing I thought was weird was Shangela talking about, like, I'm just, instead of being me, like, I'm just going to be a character on this one. And to that, I say, was she doing a character? I mean, she called herself a different name, but it was just Sandra, which was fine because she did good. But um, I wouldn't, I, it, it just, just as Shangela doing a snatch game or Shangela doing anything, it's that 
part of her personality, which is great. It works. I just wouldn't call it a character. Well, also, I don't think it's as funny as they made it out to be. You know, like they were. Well, like, oh my that God, I agree, so but they had to give it to somebody. Yeah, I know they were like she was like Laquifa. What? And they're like, oh, that was so great. I'm like, what is this? Like good times. It's one of those things that borderlines on my absolute least favorite kind of comedy, which is someone mistaking being loud for being funny. Yeah. I I don't know why it makes my skin crawl. I don't think that was the case here, but just hearing your impression reminded me, you know, it was borderline that. Yeah. A lot of screaming. A lot of now, screaming. I'm just realizing something I wrote down next to Manila, mm-hmm. which is, I think, an interesting point. My question after watching her set, set was, how did Manila become iconic? Because so far this season, I haven't seen it. And I do like Manila, but but when did, is like is there something coming up or like what's happening? I think I think it really is how you finish. So we'll see how it comes up because I'll give you a perfect example. Sasha Velour is seen as iconic, right? Mm-hmm. I really but, can't tell you anything she did before that finale. Absolutely same, but you're right, and it was enough. So it, it does happen. It can come at the end. Um, even. Uh, there's someone recent. There's always the under like she she doesn't have the underdog storyline, but they have that a lot where it sort of rises towards the end. Speaking of UK, Bimini Bonbulash became mm-hmm. extremely popular, yeah, um, but had a rough first half. So it could happen, but I just noticed we saw the pineapple dress, we saw this lip sync, we've seen some of the things that she's known for, and it still hasn't really won me over. So I'm interested in that. Um, I want to talk about Alexis's set. Okay. I want to know, much kind of like how Carmen Carrera had nothing and then all of a sudden showed up with a fat suit and stuff. In the very first segment, in her table visit with RuPaul, she's like, RuPaul's like, what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to draw from my personal life coming from Puerto Rico. And RuPaul's like, oh, okay, blah, 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 blah. Then she talks to Rita Rudner and she's like, I want to talk about my personal life. And she said about the raft and everything like that. And you're like, okay. Yeah. And then she comes out with big, giant, fake titties. And the whole, how did we get from that, the personal life, to the big giant thing? And I got the big thing, yeah, you know. And I'm like, how did we? <laughs> That's get a great there? question. Yeah, I. And then, like, it, don't get me wrong, I laughed because it was so ridiculous. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, I'm a hooker, baby. Mean. You know, and I'm just like, which I'm sure it brought it, back Latin, uh, Latino rights uh, about. 25 years, she's like, I could only do two things. You know, housekeeping or being a hooker. And I'm like, yeah. what? Hey, and even the raft comment, I was like, what? In what world was 2011 actually 50 years ago? And I just didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, I know. But here we are. Um, now, by the way, going back to Manila, look, none of these bitches had any original sets. And they're coming down on her about her jokes. But it was actually closest to real stand-up than anything else in this. It were they were bits. They had uh, premises. Mm-hmm. They had. I'm not saying they were her good. delivery. Her her delivery was yes. right for a stand-up comedian. She did. She's the like uh, uh, Raja didn't do stand-up. I, I know people might think she did, but she did some sort of weird thing where it was like. Like it's I'm gonna say dirty things and then say oh that that dad joke was so hacky and Rita Run is like yeah. I was so surprised that you, it was a, such a good turn I'm like that joke is as old as dirt you know wow. yeah well like Raja so um any and it, Yara I'm gonna talk about Yara because you know I, I'm not gonna talk about that much in the main stage I want to talk about Yara set I was very amused because it was so fucking weird I didn't know what I was watching. My favorite thing is that, first of all, I love they, they come in Manila. They go, we think you you stole these fucking jokes, you fucking joke thief. Get the fuck out yeah. of here, right? And yeah. like, Yara, were you worried about doing jokes about a little person? She goes, no, I'm friends with a little person. He said it was okay. <laughs> oh, really? And, and in fact, because I wrote that quote later on, too, it exactly brings us back to the point she said, we always make fun of little people in Puerto Rico. It's like, oh, well, then it's fine, babe. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so why don't I just use that? Like, I'm going to go out there and just say the N-word. I'm all, I'm, yeah. I have a black friend, and he said it was okay. Imagine. He's like, the well, president of black people. We always do that, so yeah. I just assume that yeah. uh, it's fine. In fact, yeah. it used to be called N-word thought. <laughs> but it but was. Then, yeah, yeah. Things change. Yeah. 
Um, I will say though, she did an incredible job because it's one thing to have that idea and just be crazy. She really did nail the physical, this physical comedy of it. She came out and the way she moved her body, she knew how it was going to look in that dress on knees. And it was, it was physical wise. Great. The Here's the other thing. Every time she came on that stage, she was her fucking knees. So like the set is done. She comes back on the main stage on her knees is in the back on the safe thing on her knees. Untucked. Yeah. I was wondering that too. I was like, what happens if you stand up? Is there, is there something yeah. connected or like what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. It was so strange. It was so, 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 so strange. Um, okay. It was very, very, very strange. All right. On the main, did you get all your comedy show bits out? That was it. The only other thing I had was Delta. Uh, she said, you know, obviously she didn't do well. We know, mm-hmm. but one of her lines was who's going to want a girl like me. Um, and it didn't sound like a joke and there was like laughter in the audience. And I was just like, what was that editing or what's yeah. happening? It's a very, very different. Uh, yeah. It's like, she's like, no one's going to want a big fat. By the way, I say that to Aiden almost every day. Oh, that must be very sexy for him. I get in trouble. <laughs> well, look, Adam, he sends me these pictures, right? Yeah. And he'll be like, I'll, he'll be like, like, for instance, oh, like, my hair's different. I'm like, oh, send me a picture. And I'm like, God, how the fuck did I just land this fucking gorgeous twin? Oh, that's right. And he's like, stop. I get in trouble. On the main stage. Oh, could you say it out loud? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I tell him. I go, what did, I go, are you trolling me? That I will be honest with you. There are times where I think, is this the big fucking troll? That's horrible, but I get it. I, I get it. I used to be, when I was, um, what do you call it? Internalized homophobia. Very early on, just not comfortable being gay. So to me, I thought, okay, I have to only date the hottest guys so that people are like, okay, it's gross that you're gay, but like, I kind of get it because you're dating this really hot guy. Now, I wasn't actually dating them, but in my mind, that's the only thing I could go for. And thank God I didn't because I would have been miserable always being like, oh, well, now I need to look better. Uh, like, that feels stressful to and me. And what does Sean say about that when he hears this? Like, <laughs> I used to only date really hot guys, but now no, I settle no, no, for no. Sean. <laughs> I um, I never actually dated them. It was before I was dating, oh. but I assumed, I thought I could only date. And I mean, and I'm talking like actual models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the whole thing. Um so that was my own issues to work out, but I realized what I'm saying is once I re- like realized, oh, I like all shapes and sizes. I thought I really dodged a bullet because I would have been very insecure, and there's no need. Yeah, it's something I think about all the time. But let's wrap this show up because we 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 don't have you forever. Um, <laughs> on the main stage, Alexis, Raja, Yara, and Carmen are safe. Shangela is named the winner of the challenge by Manila Luzon. What? Why? Why will Manila Luzon and Delta Worker place in the bottom two? This forces them to duke it out in an iconic lip sync battle for their lives. The song MacArthur Park by Donna Summer. In the end, Manila Luzon was told, Shantae, you stay. While Delta Work was asked to sashay away, Adam Salandra, he of show business, any final thoughts on the episode? I thought it was interesting. There was no runway. Um, I guess they just wanted to see those funny looks and well, nothing all, else. All comedy challenges, they don't do a runway. Why? Just because of timing, I guess. Time, and then they, they wanna... the, the outfit is the runway, yeah. But then they don't even talk Turn about it. Which, yeah. Of course, I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. Um, we actually talked about most of these things. We talked about Carmen, uh, Manila, Yara saying we always make fun of little people in Puerto Rico. You know, the only thing, and we talked about Delta, um, she's got a constant sadness around her. But really, the thing is, I didn't realize that Delta left this early. And I realize I'm starting to, I no longer remember the necessarily the order of how things are about to go down, which is kind of fun um, since I know, I've seen the season. It's funny that you say um, that. I'm going to stop right there. It's funny you say that because the next yeah. episode is one of the most. It, no, it is the iconic episode of the season, and that is the uh, the PSA for the military. And yeah. in my head, that was like the final four. Yeah, and it's actually the next episode. So yeah, that is weird. So you know, it's interesting what memory keeps. Um, but I, I one thing I notice is when Dave, you know, says, "Just 
glad to have lost to a Heather, not one of the bookers. And I thought, you know, at least she left as she came, which was just mean the entire time. And she kept that consistent. <laughs> which I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's good. And she also, I'm, maybe I misheard, but she said, um, I'm, Delta said, I'm pissed off because this shouldn't be my first time in the bottom. It shouldn't even be my third time in the bottom. I don't know what that means. Well, I remember but, her being I in the mean, bottom one the other bottom three time. Times. Yeah, I think what well, he thinks she, she should have never been in the bottom. What's she saying? Fine. Obviously, that's what she's trying to say. But hey, there she was and there she goes. All right. Well, that's going to do it. For this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand... No, not brand new. It's very old. Each episode mm-hmm. of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3. So for Adam Salandra and myself... Sasha away, baby. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank <laughs> you.